Yes, it is. It is recording. Pretty sure. So, um, we're back. We're back. I think our last our last episode was like early May, right when we got back from school. For real, probably like two months ago. Yeah. Wow. It's 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 weird getting back into it. What I told Easy earlier today, right before we started, was that had no idea what we were gonna talk about, but no clue. We never really do so. <laughs> That's just kind of the vibe. You know? <laughs> it's not a conversation if you know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> if we got no agendas here. <laughs> no sneaky biz- No sneaky business. Yeah, no, this is all, all pure, genuine ass conversation. You can't, find it. you can't find this shit anywhere else on the internet. So if you found <laughs> us, you fucking, you fucking consider yourself lucky. Yeah. Um, We're now selling our premium product of genuine conversation for <laughs> 599 no nah, we're, we're not selling out nah, we're not selling nah, we out. Ain't no sellout. spotify bro spotify didn't throw in deals at us left and right we're like nah i don't need your fucking <laughs> 50 million for two years yeah nah. my integrity is worth so much more than that. my friendship with easy no they were yeah, trying to bro. they were trying to cut me out they're like easy's the star like yeah <laughs> <laughs> he got 50 mil if you come my god i'm like bro like they were just trying to start some shit, you know. I'm like, wow, like, anybody, anybody who tries to get in between me and my money, me and my family, <laughs> and me and my business, <laughs> I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send. Not gonna. I'm not gonna say what he would do, but I'm gonna send Mondo after him. He'll do some. He'll do some fucked up shit to <laughs> whoever. Whoever they do. Yeah. Uh, Your family, uh, man, should yeah. be in Fast and Furious. Um, yeah. all right, all right, whatever. Let's get let's get into it. so let's get into it. We haven't we haven't been we haven't been doing any podcasts uh for a bit now and we apologize to our con- for like the fan base so like you know like is up every every when do we usually post like Fridays, Sundays? Sundays, Sundays yeah. Where we apologize to our fans that are up every week like <laughs> thinking like Will this new episode of Let's Talk finally come out? Yeah. And we apologize to you. I know I, we have had you on the edge of your seats for quite a while, but but uh, and I know, dude. So many people have just been re-listening to all our old podcasts because they're like, Facts. "Bro, they're not putting out shit." Like, we need. I need this gold. I need this golden knowledge in my ears, and so people keep re-listening. Yeah, I mean, here it is. The the reason we haven't been doing Let's Talk is because we we've had another uh, creative project that uh, uh, we've been working on. It's mainly a project between me and Sebastian and I bitch in a little bit. uh, Easy's a helping hand. Uh, Emma Capia has also also did a good amount of work with us. Um, 
and it's a big project the whole idea of like committing to that project i think we've spoken about it here was to just like commit to something that was like very challenging in terms of animation in terms of like just a project in general do something that we hadn't done before um and we knew it was going to be like a big thing to tackle so we tried to clear up as much space as possible um the project sadly has been in like sense standstill for like t three weeks to like a month now pretty much because we had we cleared up our entire summers but sebastian and i each took a week to go do something uh, as like a little vacation and then um and then sebastian when i got back from my thing he, had, he was just recovering from covid and then I had a COVID scare, so I just kind of stayed home for a couple of days. And then Sebastian's brother came back to Miami for the first time since like pre-pandemic. So like over a year and a half, pretty much two years. And so he's with him, spending time with him. So we've kind of gone on hiatus and hoping to get back to it and like make some progress. But at the same time the the lazy side of me wants nothing more than like to like forget the project <laughs> and like just like n like never touch it again and like forget about it and have it just be like an l in a personal resume of like of projects but like i d don't want to let my i'm not gonna let myself do that uh you have to conquer your inner bitch as, <laughs> as joe rogan would say <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but to be fair, like all of these problems that we've run into, like for these setbacks are all like things that really can't be avoided. Like they're totally fair, you know, with like COVID, like what are you going to do, you know? And then obviously like I would see my, I would want to spend time with my family if they haven't been home in a while. So No, I know the setbacks have been, have been fine, but. I mean, okay, I, th I think we're, I think his brother leaves Saturday or Sunday. Let's say we start working back on, we start working again on Monday. Mm -hmm. Monday's like what, like August 1st, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I leave around the 25th and it's obviously going to be the end of my summer and like I am going to be committing to it fully, but we have like three three let's say we have three weeks left of like solid work maybe a little less and then i move to boston and it's already gonna be like i'm gonna push forward a billion percent but it's already me having to convince my parents to help me find a way to take my big ass computer to boston with me True. and make sure that it can get there safely and then what I, well, I mean what i explained to sebastian when he told me about his his brother being here um is it recording yeah oh, okay what i told him was that like i understood that his brother was coming and like obviously like spend as much time with him as you want but i felt like he was doing it like very nonchalant very nonchalantly and like i just and like and like he, he was kind of like yeah like we said we would finish it while you were in school like that's what we agreed on and i was like yeah but at the same time like it's not the same thing like i'm gonna be taking four classes um like yeah, i'm gonna be taking four classes living in a new city um 
I really want to do well in school. Um, I want to try to focus on that. Then I also might get like some kind of part-time job to like make some money. Right. And then, you know, like I have a girlfriend and as much as it's going to be much harder to work on it. And that's why we set this summer apart to like really try and do because it was a perfect time to prioritize it. So now it's just going to be different. And I mean, the biggest factor I feel like is we're not going to be together. We're not going to have that like... M- like moments that in the moment like feedback that's super crucial and like not gonna have like when you're when you're working alone it's much for me personally and i feel like for sebastian too it's much harder to get to work or like dedicate yourself to sit down and like do work especially consistently like if you're if you don't have that person that like you're in it together and you meet up together every day so like I told him that just to be like, you know, like this is this is what we're dealing with, and if you still if you still feel like you want to spend all these, this whole week with your brother, like please do so. But like, let's like c- consider what like, because I mean, even though I'm sure he he knows that I'm leaving, I don't think he's fully like processed like every factor of how that's gonna change because yeah. he's still not in school, so. Yeah. Oh, he's taking a gap semester? He's been on gap for over a year, oh, almost over a year now. Right. And I mean, he he's just he's just waiting to find the right school for him to go to. Uh, he wants, I think he wants to venture out internationally from the U.S. Yeah, that's but fair. What? No, I'm just saying it's, it's fair and obviously, like, yeah. he probably doesn't understand it from like your point of view i mean i mean i i i think he i think i mean it's not that hard to understand i think he definitely understood it once i told him but i i felt like i had to tell him big just out of my personal anxiety that he wouldn't understand like that there's a certain sense of urgency over like let's take advantage of the time we have left here together because things will change mostly for me and for him it'll just change in the sense that I mean, he'll have his computer back at his house, but he won't have the dynamic of like me, uh, us meeting together and working together. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that project, I mean, it's also kind of scary because it is a big project and like it's an original story that like we're telling. And so there's a bit of anxiety around like getting that right. And like the whole idea that like, if I don't if I'm not content with the end product there's just like so many months of hard work that kind of are just kind of like I could have forgotten about it I, I th- th- those are just some like fears surrounding it it's not like I fully I'm just like captivated by those like doubts but definitely like th- those are some of the things that like come into come into mind when I when the part of me that wants to stop is like in is like how's the floor to speak and i'm just like right and i'm just like well yeah it's a possibility but yeah i mean it, it is a possibility but i think we've done a well i i've done what i can obviously with my limited 
Nah, easy as in doing shit. He was so close to getting fired like at least nah, six bro, times. You, you were getting at fired. one point, at one point, I tried to fire him and then he reversed it. Yeah. He Uno reversed it and tried to fire me and I, I and I was like really confused. <laughs> and then like I like moved out of my own house. Easy moved in. I live in the key. He started getting like kisses goodnight from my mom. <laughs> I'm petting my dogs at night and like I was just like out in Pinecrest like yeah. cute dogs though. chilling with his little sister he switched <laughs> lives cause he fired me <laughs> in a parallel universe um, but yeah I mean that, that that's just like the that's just like the intro that I wanted to give for our our loyal uh, fan base that comes and listens and is always fucking wondering and like hitting me up in my DMs like Marco what the fuck is this next episode <laughs> Marco what are you doing with your life Marco like how's the project going like everyone is so fucking interested so I just had to like, give him something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we definitely appreciate you though everyone who listens to the past episodes yeah. that's I don't know I just love hearing that honestly yeah um, you wanna you wanna tell me a bit about you? Are you still counseling? At the yeah, gym? it's my last two weeks. So basically, damn, you uh, worked there what eight eight weeks a total of eight weeks. So basically, I've been working at a summer camp in the University of Miami, and like, I I'm like in charge of teaching the kids how to code, but like it's like really simple stuff. It's not like hardcore coding. It's more like getting them exposed to coding and like looking back at it i would have wanted to be like in their shoes because like it's like such nice exposure and it's like to not yeah, hard at all the revolution <laughs> it's, it's the computer revolution um but um yeah and i've also been like doing 3d printing some pretty cool stuff like the other day we have like a foosball tournament every every friday and the other day i, th I 3d printed uh like a world cup trophy yeah. and i'm gonna give it to the winner <laughs> like it actually came out like yeah it looks dope. sick yeah yeah so that's pretty much what yeah. i was doing and for all, and for all the curious people out there no he's not having any sexual relations with with his uh campers i don't know no, where no, that no. rumor started <laughs> but when you you know, cut that shit out yeah. the man could lose his career yeah dude someone's gonna clip that like, <laughs> gonna go we need to clip that <laughs> let's talk clips on youtube the shit's <laughs> popping off hey yo clip that shit up jamie <laughs> <And> <laughs> so yeah that's that's pretty much what i've been working on and then Bro, it, it was really funny. The other day, uh, one of the people that, like, I work with is, like, D do you have, like, any experience, like, with 3D modeling? And, like, my very limited Blender experience self was, like, yeah, like, I'm pretty good. <laughs> and then <laughs> this guy wanted to, um, he had, like, this idea that ended up being, like, already a thing. But he wanted to do, like, you know, like, acupressure points? Like, yeah. acu uh, like, you can, like, there's certain points in your hand and your feet and just all, all over your body that if you press, it, like, relieves stress in certain parts of your body. So he wanted to make, like, these pliers 
that instead of being pliers, they're just like to massage those acupressure points. Mm -hmm. And he wanted me to 3D model them. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like whatever. And if it, if fake, he ended up using it, you make it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually made them. I have them <laughs> in my really? computer. Yeah, I'll show you later. They're like whatever. They're not good. No, yeah, I definitely want to see. Um, yeah. He ended up not even wanting to see them because he found out that <laughs> the idea was already taken. Damn. Yeah, he came to me the next day and he was like, "Is there any way he can make it double as a sex toy? Because I don't think oh, that's bro, been done. probably. Like, like I can already see like the things that would sexual, be sexual, yeah, sexual acupuncture points. Bro, I mean, why not? I'll have my name under a couple. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, make it big. <laughs> do you, do you have do you have any funny stories like? with like interactions with the kids like uh, any, yeah any 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 drama any bro any there's wild shit drama every single day these kids are <laughs> wild i'm telling you like there's some kids that are like normal who's fucking who who's fucking who <laughs> <laughs> bro, oh my god there was there was this girl who was like 12 <laughs> and like she was dead ass flirting with every single guy like she would go from guy to guy like hugging him like it was weird and she would go for like the the younger kids too and okay. i was like okay. bro like i i that's called diversifying your bonds <laughs> yeah she was getting the professional connections <laughs> you know networking <laughs> um no, but dude like she was she was going off and he's and you were like why isn't she flirting with me <laughs> <laughs> yeah she she unfortunately did not flirt with me but <laughs> she flirted with some other counselors <laughs> it was pretty funny um yeah well and then there's there's like you know how there's always like in a classroom there's like the smart kids the problematic kids and the kids that just like <laughs> go along with whatever dude the problematic kids I feel like, like when we were that age, like we were, the problems were so different, bro. Cause now these kids have like phones yeah, and like they, they don't like do shit. They're just on their phones. So like they take example and like whatever's on their phones. Like I, I probably sound like a boomer right now, but like <laughs> it's like crazy. They, they, yeah. all they have is like, easy always tries to say some deep ass shit and he just sounds like a boomer. <laughs> no, I am a boomer. I'm like an old soul boomer incarnated in myself. Um, no, bro, they just like take inspiration in these like random ass YouTubers and like re regurgitate what they say. And it actually sounds like <laughs> it's so who, stupid. Who, do you know who they watch? Like dude, I don't know, dude. Like today they tried telling me I look like this YouTuber Shark. Do you know this guy called Shark? I feel like I've seen like something. Like, I recognize the name, but I have no idea who he is or like what he looks like. I think he does. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like him? No, not really. But they're they're kind of roasting you, bro. Why is he? Well, no, <laughs> no, he just looks like 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 super dorky. Let me see. But wait, no, I could see, I could see like the resemblance in the hair mm. but like i don't think he looks like you. 
<laughs> they basically just called you a herb. <laughs> there you go. You look Bro, like they're ruthless. Yeah, there you go. You look like a total queef. <laughs> oh, thanks, kids. <laughs> Bro, I love my, I love my kids. We haven't podcasted in a while, but this is like I mean I say this every time. Like maybe I don't say it into the mic, but every time after we do a podcast, like I have so much fun, and like I'm just Me like too. that. That was dope. Like. We need to do it again, like more, uh, more often, and then like three months pass, and we're like, "Fuck, like, <laughs> fuck, we need to do it again." And then we do it. I'm like, "Holy shit, Fox. this is so much fun!" And then yeah. no, but what I was gonna say was that I've been watching like a lot of Tim Tim Dillon, like <laughs> his podcast, and like just clips and shit, and like, bro, like there's literally n- like Joe Rogan, like I love his podcast, like j- like people like Joe and like Lex, and like there's other podcasters that like their podcasts are more like conversational or yeah. like more like intellectual kind yeah. of yeah intellectual or like it's like they're just like trying to have a conversation and like about what the person knows about what they do right tim yeah. dylan is just pure fucking comedy <laughs> yeah, and like right. it's just pure like stand-up where like 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 if if you th- if, if if you're if you're somebody who'd like think that everything that he he means everything he's saying he, you'd think he was a fucking like sociopath <laughs> like he's actually crazy he's so funny man. and like you know yeah he, and like he's so prolific on the mic like he picks it up and he's just like straight just like yeah i don't Bro. know he kills it and like <laughs> and like me sitting here with the mic in my hand after watching something and like like it's not that i feel like him but like i feel that vibe and like yeah like bro i was actually listening he just to like me i'm no i'm just like him but he just like yeah me. we're <laughs> we're the tim dylan show i was actually listening to the show like on the way here really like no joke yeah that shit's he's cold. funny as fuck um yeah i mean to to a few of like my favorite comedians in like different spaces are like that de- like th- from the past year like tim dylan like i discovered him like a year ago ish and i thought he was awesome mm-hmm. and then like obviously like a lot of people know drewski nowadays drewski yes. drewski's like like literally fucking kills me like <laughs> like i don't know why his shit is just so funny like and he rem- he re- like a lot of his jokes just remind me of like my friend armando in a way like the way he like jokes around and like like even when you don't really like when you're like just in a in a moment like and you're just trying to have like a normal serious talk and like he'll just like start saying some stupid ass shit or start doing an act and like he'll keep it going for like two minutes and like i don't know why drewski is like killing that right now um there's also this other guy have you ever seen it's like he did a skit i'm forgetting his his name is like shane gillis have you seen this clip of like it's like trump goes on a dating show <laughs> no but i haven't but that sounds funny as fuck um sounds like something i should watch hey wait uh, do you think we get fucking copyrighted for this nah it's just jamie funny. pull it pull it pull it up <laughs> do you think the, the the mic could could pick it up
to speed dating. Each of you is going to meet for about three minutes. Then you're going to hear this buzzer. Okay? And when that goes off, we're going to move to the next table. Ready to find some love? Tana. What are you doing here? I was asked to speak at this hotel. It turns out there's some type of pussy banquet going on. Can I one second? Just give me a second. <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit, ugly, fat, orange, sí, fuck. Social media. Podcast. No, no te necesitas algo. We'll be out of here. We'll be out of here in like 30, 40 minutes. We're gonna have to edit it. We're gonna have to edit uh, this shit out. For sure. Alright, let's get back. Can I one second? Just give me a second. <laughs> fuck you, you fucking piece of shit, ugly, fat, orange, fuck. Social media. They had to take it away. I was too good. In fact, <laughs> go ahead, put it back up. Put it back up. People say I've got bad makeup. Tana looks like someone painted her face like a clown. That's what we're gonna call her. Tana. It the clown. She looks like him. She looks like she should be in a sewer, bothering children. <laughs> you are utterly disgusting. I'm disgusting. I saw you walk in. I said, "Who's this? She, is this a pig?" I didn't know they were letting pigs in. You're a dictator. Old sage. What a loser. What a loser she was. <laughs> Somebody needs to tell her that her pussy stinks. When you walked in, I could practically smell you. Your vagina stinks. Smell you know up the whole room. No one here is gonna go on a date with you. There'll be no problem there. I'll get a date. There's gonna be so many dates. People, whoa, this guy has so many dates. You, none. I don't even need a date, but I'll get a date if I want a date. You can go on Tinder. Have you heard of this? There's Tinder. You go beep boop pop, and there's pussy. <laughs> this is pretty exciting. I've never been on a date with a white guy before. Hit the buzzer. I mean, I'm just wondering what it would be like with something a little smaller. Let me stop you there, Elaine. I don't know who sat in this chair before me, but it stinks. I told her! <laughs> Any interest? You're gay. Hey, blame the dairy industry. I would never suck a guy's dick. <laughs> but if I did, it'd be one of the best sucks he's ever had. A few years ago, women would have the flat butts. Not you. You've got a very nice one. Thank you. You know, I did. I polled very well with the blacks. How am I polling with you? I saw you come in, I said, that's the one. The belle of the ball. You're the prettiest one. I'm gonna be completely honest with you here. I'm not that interested in You're the ugliest. Do me a favor, could you take your gigantic perfect tits and leave? I don't recall saying I would get a date here, but if I did say that, maybe I will. Oh my God. Hello. Oh my God. Do you like my shirt? I got to die to the special, the tackle shop. There's a two for one at the tackle, at the tackle shop, the bait and tackle. I can get you one, it's two for one. Wow. How are you, Mr. President? Well. I'm great, especially since you, since you exposed all the, all the Jews that were putting 5G in my brain that wanted the meth. How are you at oral sex? Pretty good, to be honest. My teeth come out. Siobhan, how would you like to go on a date with Donald Trump? Yes, finally. Oh, my God, I won. Did I win? I got ahead. 
That guy does the Trump impression pretty well. Yeah, I don't know how that came through in the the transmission, but that guy, well. it's like two guys, Gillian Keeves. They have a they have like a YouTube channel and they post lots of skits, and they're they're really funny. Stand up's funny too. Definitely very funny. Have you have you heard of uh, Inside by Bo Burnham? Yeah. Did you see it? No, but I've been told to watch. Yeah. 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 I yeah, I, I Sebastian told me about it right when it came out and he said it was the best movie he had seen in a while. Yeah. And so I was like and like he kind of told me like not what to expect, but like the vibe of it, like kind of like very funny and comedic and dark, but also like very like uh, deep and mm-hmm. like a sad way or like in a very real way that like can be kind of depressing because of like how like raw it was I feel um, and like I don't know if you've heard of like the f- forget about that, that was virus <laughs> um I don't know if you've heard of like have you heard of like how it was made and stuff no but actually Sebastian also told me to watch it and like it's just been sitting on my list so this will motivate me to watch it. Basically, it, it's just a movie that it was. Well, to give some backstory, I didn't I didn't really know this until I watched the movie and then I did my own research, some some my own, my own research, that he, Bo Burnham stopped performing like 2015, 2016, hmm. because his anxiety got really bad and he started to have like panic attacks. And they would have it on stage, so he kind of stopped performing live. Wow. And then he did he did stuff like in the comedy space, um, but anything but like performing live, um, which is that's the big one. That's yeah. like the biggest yeah. element of stand-up comedy, right? Um, and unless like you're a big like YouTube comedian, which that's how he started, but mm. that's not really what he was doing. Um, and so th- I'm pretty sure this is the first big special that he's put out in a while. And it all started with him being locked inside of his house during the pandemic. And then I think he's he stayed in his house for like a slightly over a year making it. Wow. Where he, I mean, based on what I, it, the way it comes off in the movie is that he didn't leave like the premises of his property for that long. I don't know how maybe he did like basic like grocery shopping right. necessities i don't know but it seemed like he was in his house for this entire time and i don't know if he or just ordered a bunch of shit on amazon once he knew he was doing but this mm. man has so much like lighting equipment and the entire thing was basically made in this one room with like two to three cameras tops um a shit ton of lights and light projectors um normal like image projectors um a piano a mic like his laptop like sound sound recording shit and one of his sticks as like a comedian was that he knew how to play the piano he knew how to play the piano really well and he knew that he knew how to sing in like i mean he wasn't the best singer when he started but over time his voice got better and like right. he knows how to sing in like a rhythm kind of way and like how to write a song 
and so he would write like comedical like satirical songs and they're really funny and like clever but that's what the basically what this entire movie is like the progression of being inside of this room for over a year and you see like the progression of like his mental health kind of thing mm-hmm. and like it's funny because he ref- it's very meta in the sense that like the whole thing refers to itself throughout the thing about uh, throughout the movie how he talks about how like he wants like he this movie's taking really long and he wants nothing to like finally be done with it but at the same time he doesn't want to finish it because then he'll have nothing to work on and like it's the thing that has carried him through this entire thing wow and has like driven him to madness but at the same time saved him from a different kind of madness and and like this a lot of the songs are really funny a lot of them are like I mean, if you have nothing to do after, we could start it if you're down. Because I've been meaning to watch it again. If you really want. Yeah, I'd be down to start it for a bit. Um, sounds like powerful stuff. Yeah, I mean, and like some of the bits are like, they, they, they all have their own edge in that, like something that makes them special and fit in. Like they're, none of them are like just random comedical pieces that like you could take it out and it wouldn't mean anything. Like, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. He just it's it's a lot of it is like societal and like internal uh commentary and like commentaries on like society commentaries on like modern life of like right for someone like his age or in the range of like grew up like in this age of technology mm-hmm. uh i watched like a couple like film analysis on it and like they spoke about like his use his use of like lighting throughout the thing and like he uses a lot of like uh what's it called like uh like lights from phones computers shit like that like apart from the special effects during the songs during like the parts in between he uses a lot of like blue light or like lights from phones and stuff to kind of capture like a lot of like a lot of us spend our time in the dark like looking mm-hmm. at some kind of artificial like light from a tv a computer right. a cell phone and stuff and he uses all that including like different kinds of uh aspect ratios which just means like the size of like the box that mm-hmm. like the videos in, basically like the dimensions of it for like depending on like if he's facetiming if he's doing this like the correct aspect ratio for that thing and like it's he did it all by himself like written shot edited directed wow all by himself in this room and like also i heard someone say that like for years to come so many big big budget movies are gonna try to tell the story of what it was like to spend that time in lockdown Mm -hmm. but like they're saying like nobody's come close a because no no nobody's gonna gonna come closer than bo burnham because he made it during that time from like the personal like uh uh primary source prime like uh direct experience kind of perspective all done by a single man and nobody else's like real input or notes on it apart from maybe just like people that he trusts but like it was really all him mm-hmm. so it seems to be like it seems to be like already a classic in its own way because in it, it feels like like damn like it's really soon to already have a pandemic 
classic movie. <laughs> but like, since he made it during the thing, it's, it, it yeah, came I out mean, very quickly. Sounds kind of like a trendsetter thing. And I, I love how you were talking about this, like the fact that he uses like blue light and stuff. Cause that, that gives it a kind of like raw aspect that um, uh, to segue into another topic, like in music, I just love how like when they use like real sounds and make that into a beat. So like, for example, a coin like dropping into the floor and then they loop it and make a beat out of that mm. or just like any natural sound like the natural sound of like the like, city like the like Zac Efron's final song and and we we are your friends exactly <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a, a true yeah dude, we are your friends fantastic movie. <laughs> I feel it like has I everything i feel like everybody wants to be a dj after watching that <laughs> movie <Literally, bro>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, what's not to love about that movie? And, like, he was living Emily, the life. Emily Ratajkowski. And yeah, bro. Like, what what was missing from the movie? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Um. Also, bro, how do you feel about Donda? Donda? Yeah. Um, I'm super excited. Um. Uh, I've already heard a lot of like the first drafts yeah from like the live stream from i heard i watched like 20 minutes of the live stream but mm -hmm. my friend has like a google drive file with all of the songs oh, uh and so we've been listening to some of those and like it seems really good i can a thousand percent see why he wanted to take his time with it after For listening sure. to it because i felt like I I I I mean I'm not gonna pretend like I can get inside of his Kanye's head, but like <laughs> I don't think anyone can yeah. do that. After listening to it, like I could see how like maybe like he had he he had something that was like potentially great, and he was just maybe really excited to like release it, and then like mm -hmm. there was all that rollout hype, the listening party, this that like maybe he just felt like okay, this is the time, and then like. He maybe like during the listening party, I don't know when he made the decision. Uh, at some point, he was listening to it and he's like, I got something that's like really, really, really good, but I feel like I can e level it up even further. And with somebody like Kanye, who's put out like that consistently since 2000, early 2000s, consistently put out like great fucking music, like, yeah, like some of the highest quality music. Uh, in his in the genres that he's done mm -hmm. like bro like he th this man says like wait i gotta touch it up like i'm gonna trust him bro. yeah like uh, nothing but trust for the man i think it's fucking a hilarious that he's renting out the stadium and <laughs> that's living there. so like, funny bro. that's such a beast ass <laughs> move like 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 only it, kanye would do yeah that it's shit. like it's so extra and like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pretend like 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 yeah, i'm anywhere near like that level of artistry but like that's something that like like i feel like i would want to do something like that in the sense that like it just like seems stupid and like very extra but it's also like it, it i feel like it keeps him motivated like for sure like it's like he's not saying like yo i'm gonna go back home to where whatever calabasas and i'm gonna keep on working he's like nah like yo like 
you get me the, the the manager of this fucking stadium <laughs> we're fucking making rooms for all of us we're staying here till we finish this shit like they're all living there what like the it's like beast, it's like a grind like i have and like i f like he's doing shit that like i mean obviously it's a stadium but like he's i feel like it's making him feel like youthful in a way that he's doing mm -hmm. something like that's kind of like pushing himself in a different way or like for sure grinding in a way that like somebody like me and sebastian like locking ourselves in my room for like super long like again like i i, I just feel like it from my experiences with that i can see why that would just like give him a sense of like this is cool like this is intimate like we're all living here we're all making this shit absolutely we're here to finish it and he knows he can't leave until he finishes because yeah. i mean he's in the limelight yeah. when he leaves first thing that's going to be asked him is like is yeah. the album ready so yeah. he's and he's a smart guy yeah and i feel like everybody already knew like I feel like with a majority of people that have been exposed to lots of different kinds of hip hop and rap, when anybody's asked like, oh, like who are your top three, who are your top five rappers? Like Kanye makes an appearance on that list. Like I'd yeah. say a majority of the time for everybody, for like a majority of people's lists. I just, I feel like that's a fair assumption to make based on mm. shit I've heard from people saying their top fives, top threes. Like people already knew he was like, goat status like one of the best to ever do it but i feel like we're only starting to really feel that l l like legendary aspect to him N just like now it's starting to really like be felt like seeing yeah. all the hype around it last week bro this man announced it on a tuesday thursday listening party tickets sold out in less than like 48 hours sold out a whole fucking stadium for not even wasn't even a performance yeah like, everyone like like it's uh, crazy shit. It also like dave Chappelle. like everybody loved dave Chappelle mm -hmm. after he did the Chappelle show but like i don't think he was really established as a fucking legend until he came back after being out of the game for like 12 years True. and like he was a lot older he was a lot wiser and like his fucking stand-up was still so sharp but like it was even better in a way because of how much he had grown as a person and like now there's no debate like anybody who knows comedy yeah, like dave, dave chappelle and like like no debate like go or some would say one of the mm -hmm. uh so i i feel like th them two are similar that they're having like they're too truly being praised like or giving being given like the respect that they deserve uh yeah bro as an artist as an artist like, you know like, you know yeah. your opinions of kanye but like as an artist <laughs> he has said some know. controversial stuff but like as an artist i definitely admire him i saw i saw this you know, on like the internet some fucking person grabbed a bag mm -hmm. like in in the listening party Grabbed a bag in the stadium, <laughs> filled it up with air, yeah. sold it for 6K on eBay. But did it sell? I, I think there was a bid for 6K. Yeah. Holy shit. That <laughs> <laughs> donned the air. <laughs> donned the what do you even do with that? Like, do you like label it and put it up in your wall? Yeah. I, mean, I, I would do that. You tape it to the wall like the banana from our brother. Yeah, <laughs> the banana. 
um, if I had that kind of money, bro, that's like, that's like fuck you money. That's yeah. Like <laughs> Dude, that, that, I just said something that kind of slapped. Like, if he releases a deluxe version of Donda, like Donda Deluxe, like that's sounds oh, sick. Donda Deluxe. Donda Deluxe. Double um, D. Double D. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, no, yeah, and I feel like I feel like it's like something that goes like even that like shows it even further like the thing that I was saying of like how much people respect him musical musically how much people trust him musically like his last two a- albums have been like extremely like spiritual religious like whatever you want to call it like mm-hmm. very cr- Christian for sure like I'm pretty sure that's yeah what he uh, like identifies as um and like obviously yay was like a little bit controversial like controversial in terms of like opinion and like if it slapped or not um i didn't i definitely not one of my favorite kanye albums i I liked a couple songs and like it was like some very cool stuff but i just wouldn't listen to it and Mm -hmm. this is kind of like the next thing and it is very still very religious because like he's putting himself into the music and like he is a very religious person so and i think that's bold because a lot of people don't rock with that like bro just admire the music like mm -hmm. you you don't have to be religious to listen to that kind of music and just vibe with it like you don't have to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior yeah. to listen to kanye west i mean you should but like <laughs> yeah do it trust me it changes the whole fucking experience like you haven't listened to kanye unless you've, you've uh, accepted jesus christ <laughs> as your lord and savior it gives you like a whole new access to like a whole new dimension of sound and like kanye uses that like that sound a lot and like it's only for the chosen ones who who can truly see the light so i highly recommend if you want like a crazy listening experience just turn to the light bro great body high too (laughs) (laughs) you start ascending (laughs) you're like levitating (laughs) going towards heaven yeah and like so yeah i think it's like super i mean and that's the thing a lot of people are super excited for even if they're even if they don't believe in god even if they think the church is bullshit like regardless of all that a lot of people are really excited for the music regardless of like what his, his like perspective or what his stance is on certain things so i think it shows that like he's at the point where like he can do really bold shit i mean with his music he could do really bold shit and like still be completely like have like everybody waiting for it um I saw a TikTok like right er, after the listening party, and it was some guy being like, uh, uh, like 10 years, 10 years since I stopped going to church, but I hear Donda for the first time, <laughs> and he's like returning, like yeah. <laughs> he's returning to it. I mean, like, bro, that first leak was so fire. Like the, the, the 10 second leak. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that, like, that was some powerful shit, dude. Yeah. Have you heard the the Don Tolliver leak? Yeah, that one's fire too. Yeah. And dude, he has like in the list some pretty fire features too. Yeah. Like he, he, it's not a solo project. Mm-hmm. He has um 
Yeah, I, is it? There's Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z. Travis like, Scott, Roddy Rich. Um, uh, Don Tolliver and like a decent amount more. Yeah. Those are just the ones I remember. I'd want to see him do a collab with Cuddy again. Yeah. That was sure. like OG. Yeah, that was dope. Um, yeah, that was cool for sure. Um, hold on, let me see how long we've been going. Shout out to all the boys that are still listening out here. Um, I hope I hope you got your fix, you fucking addicts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry for cutting uh, you off. Like no, that. I d- okay, I got it. This is like forty-five minutes. For sure. Yeah. No. Fucking addicts. <laughs> You're lucky. I, I choose to enable you. But yeah, I mean, I mean, hopefully this podcast lives forever in 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 some way, shape, or form. Uh, the, e- even if one day maybe it, it becomes six months, year and a half, <laughs> three years since the drive, like trust me, like we'll just come back. We'll come we'll back, back, and you'll hear the la 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 talk, and you'll be like. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be hype as shit. You'll like, you'll be thir- you'll be like three years sober, and you'll wet you like you have your life back on track after like you you got over your your fatal let's talk addiction, and then your wife's gonna hear you like alone in the bathroom listening to let's talk, and then she's like, honey, how could you like after everything we've been through, like Bro. it almost ruined the, it almost ruined our family the first time, like. Bro, Mario saying some funny ass shit. It's making me go off the rails. You don't understand. And Easy's like literally opening my third eye with the deep ass <laughs> shit he keeps saying. And like she's gonna be like, get out. Man. You have two hours to pack your shit and get the fuck out. You'll never see your daughter again. I'm taking full custody. Yeah. And then you'll be like, and then you double down and like, like play it even louder. <laughs> and then and like yeah, you just end up homeless, but. You make I'm sure you make sure your wife still plays for your cellular data, so you can and your Spotify <laughs> premium, so you can listen to it's talking uninterrupted. You're, you're set for life, and yeah. To those people, I just want to say, you know, thank you, thank you for everything. Uh, yeah. We might have some merch coming in, so we can so we can double down on our rev- revenue streams. Yeah. Uh, and no selling out though. No Never. selling out. Not just ever, just ever. merch. Just merch that that says like. Yo, did you hear that deep ass shit that Easy just said? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little comic, but <laughs> a little comic <coughs> strip pasted onto a sweatshirt. I'd vibe um, with that. I'd vibe with that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think we're 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 basically done. Yeah. Um, Should do song and movie. Yeah, no, what, 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 do a song and movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Push the play. Um, and with that, I just say, I just say, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving me everything I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that's that's about it. Um, you got anything to say? You guys are my family. <laughs> You're what keeps me going. <laughs> Um, we'll come back. We'll have like a five-year hiatus, like 
in our thirties, but we'll come back and then and then we'll do a, shit a, up a meet and greet. <laughs> um, but no, no. All right, let's get movie and song of the day for sure. Or is it, you, you want to do one of them? Yeah, Which you want to do movie and I do song? For sure. All right. So for song of the day, it's find it. It's called. The word two, and it's by this Chinese band, I believe, and you know Chamber of Reflection by Mac DeMarco, right? Mm-hmm. That song's actually sampled. Like the beat is from this song, the word two. Yeah, and the word to your mother. <laughs> um, the song's actually sampled in a, a lot of songs. It's, it's a tr- it's in a Travis song too with Khalifa. Like I, I was looking into it. Yeah, like smoke, smoke chambers, but with Khalifa. Yeah, and like, but this song is like with a synth, and like it's just, it's just a beauty. So yeah, check it out. And uh, your movie of the day. Um, I have not seen a lot of movies this summer, but there's this one movie called The Game, which is the last movie I saw apart from Inside, which we already basically shot it out. Mm-hmm. Um, The Game. Uh, I won't say too much about it, even though I wish I could say more, but, like, I feel like that's just douchey to recommend a movie and then say shit about it that, like, maybe the person doesn't want to know. So I'll just... I'm going to tell Easy because I don't respect his... Uh, Thank you, Mark. Uh, yeah, I don't respect him or Thank him as a person. Um, <laughs> the movie is called The Game. It's, like, from 96, 97 by David Fincher. It's on Netflix. Um, I'm pretty sure Martin Sheen is in it, uh, Sean Penn, um, and it's like a psychological thriller. I watched it with like a group of people and like some, some of like the women there were like, were like getting really scared and being like, why didn't you tell me we were watching a horror movie? And I was like, it's literally not a horror movie. (laughs) It's a psychological thriller, man. Supposedly, yeah, your shit's straight. Man. Yeah, your shit's straight. Uh, it's not my fault. You you haven't accepted your demons. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a classic Fincher. You've seen other Fincher movies. It's Couple, yeah. Fight Club. Yeah. Um, what's this one with Rosemond Pike? Uh, I don't know. I've seen the Fight one with Club, B- Ben Affleck and Rosemond Pike. Uh, Nah, fuck. If you if you if you fucking cut out of if you already left like by now, like go fuck yourself. Like I hope you're still listening in your car. Pay attention to the road. Listen to my soothing voice. And listen to this on the way to your Sunday brunch. Gone girl, gone girls of no sound. So he's done some Fight Club, like his big ones: Fight Club Seven, Gone Girl, Mm -hmm. uh, Social Network. uh, curious case of Benjamin Button, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Um, so a lot of really good movies. Yeah, and he has a very distinct like style, and he loves psychological thrillers, and he's had some of the best in the last uh, in the last two decades. Like, it's 
well, it's 2020, so in the last three decades, he's had some of the best psychological thrillers of all time, in my opinion, and this one is no different. When I saw it, I had been recommended it. I, it had been recommended to me by a friend, but I was surprised when I was watching it, like, it was really, really enticing and, like, attention-grabbing, and it was just, like, it felt like a classic Fincher movie. Um, and so I was just kind of like, why does nobody talk about this one? Like, I don't hear it mentioned a lot. I follow lots of, like, movie accounts and shit. Fought, like, the people's accounts that talk about movies, and it's rarely ever, like, shown or mentioned. And I think it's mainly because he has so many good movies and like maybe these other ones are like slightly better in my opinion they are but like this one just kind of left behind it's still really good mm. and it's on netflix i feel like nowadays everyone is fucking netflix and like not everyone likes to rent shit on apple tv or prime or they're too lazy or their mom will bitch them out or they don't remember amazon password <laughs> um so it's like handed to you on a silver platter it's on netflix it's on netflix go fuck yourself it's on netflix <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Like how 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 much how fucking simpler can I make it to you? So shut the fuck up and go watch it. And go watch if it. you trust my 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 cinephile's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying self diagnosed. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I don't I don't know that much about movies. I just pretend to because I have to because I'm studying it. So. People don't think I'm a fraud. Uh, fucking film majors, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. Says the guy who codes and <laughs> touches little kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for listening. Yeah, uh, thank don't, you. Don't 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 try to pin a case on easy use all jokes. Yeah, don't don't clip anything, please. <laughs> and we'll see you later on. Let's, Let's talk. talk.